Okay, that's just the intro. That's like an aside. Um, the homily is, today is the, the first Sunday of Advent. So this is the beginning of our liturgical year. We have a, uh, we have a Catholic culture. We have a, our own calendar. This is like January 1st. During Advent, you know, I like to go back to the basics. And the basics in my mind are like, why does any of this stuff exist? Like, what's the purpose of reality or the reality of reality? And within that, why am I Catholic? It's hard. Why don't I do something easier? Why am I living that way? And so Advent is a perfect time to go back and review sort of like the base of our faith so that like St. Peter says, when somebody comes up to us and we're like, why are you Catholic? We're not like, uh, I was born, I was born into it. My family's Catholic. Uh, and we're just like, maybe got a few lines of the catechism or something like ready to go. But there isn't like a living, fiery, encounter with Jesus coming through us in our formation in the faith. We have a reason for it right there. The best way I've ever seen this broken down, and you know this, many of you have read Father John Ricardo's uh, book, Rescued. He separates it up in the best way that I think is possible. Reality, human life, our faith into four parts in an easy way to sort of interiorize and understand and be able to share with someone, because that's our call, is to share the gospel. We're created, we're captured, we're rescued, and all of that means we have to make a response. There's a personal response. And so over the next few weeks, we'll take one by one by one. This week is created. Created, that word in my mind, it means that we're not an accident. The universe didn't just randomly pop into existence. Lightning didn't just randomly hit a pond several billion years ago, and we got a one-celled organism, and then we eventually got to really fancy monkeys, and here we are. And that's the explanation for everything. It's just not. But obviously, all of this exists, explanation aside. And it's massive, and it's extremely complicated. If you've heard me give any talks on reality, you know I always give this example. Our next star over, Proxima Centauri, is 4.1 light years away. With our current technology, it would take 80,000 years to get there. We can't even see what's going on around it. That's the next one over, about four light years away. The universe, the visible universe, is 93 billion light years across. It would take 225 trillion years to go across it. It's a totally inconceivable space. So when we think of space, we should think of something that is beyond the ability of our consciousness to even interiorize. It's massive, and it's extremely complicated. And just by looking at it, we have a choice to believe that Either it's just kind of there, no explanation, like, or that the only rational explanation is that there has to be an explanation. It can't just be like there. That explanation is something we call metaphysics. This is where you got to start 
putting the thinking cap on if you're not accustomed to thinking about this kind of stuff. Meta means beyond. Beyond physics, an entire layer of reality that isn't physical, that goes beyond the world, that you can't immediately perceive with all of your senses. If you've ever been in love and somebody asks you, like, well, where's the love? It's everywhere and it's nowhere simultaneously. It, it goes beyond this realm. It can't be reduced to the chemicals in your brain. And in that world, in that realm, that spirit isn't just a basic spiritual energy like many believe in now. Like, ah, I'm spiritual, but eh. It's not basic. It's super complicated, just like the universe we find ourselves in. And the most complicated thing about it is that it contains consciousness, ultimate consciousness, what we call being itself, capital B. That being, capital B, is the same thing as reality. So when we think of reality, we should think of being. Anything that's real, it bees. It is. It exists. And things that are real, they have to have a place to be real. That's what being and reality is. And this being itself, this reality itself, chooses something because it's conscious. It chooses to create, to make this incredibly massive and complicated universe that we find ourselves in. It manifests out of absolutely nothing, everything. And in it, it decides to make beings like itself. Didn't have to, but of its own choice, makes beings like itself. That's us. This being itself, this reality itself, is what we call God. So if you're thinking of anything less than that, then reality creating all that is real out of nothing, you're not thinking of the actual God. You're just thinking of a funny idea of God. He's reality. He's power itself. Nothing exists without him. And this is the context in which we find ourselves. So here we are, beings that possess a consciousness like his own, rational consciousness, the ability to know the act of knowing. You got to know that you know something in order to be self-aware, or you're just not self-aware. So if you want to know the difference between you and your dog, your dog doesn't review his day when he goes to bed. Like he's experienced a bunch of things. He's perceived a bunch of things, but he doesn't know that he's perceived them. He's just perceived them. And so when he gets tired, he just goes to sleep. But our head can hit the pillow and the light goes off and we think, man, I shouldn't have said that. I need to go apologize. That's rationality. Having self-awareness and knowing that we know something. God has it. We have it. Angels have it. The experience of being a person, having an interior life, and being able to self-direct toward 
or away from something. That's rationality. It's called being free. If you've ever wondered what freedom was, this is what it is. You know that you are. You know that you're an individual. And you can choose to move toward or away from something. You can select it or reject it. This is freedom. And it's not an accident. We were created to be free.